Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simelwong. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Sebastian from Accenture join us. Sebastian, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Oh, definitely. Thank you for having me. So I'm Sebastian Shimomichi, and I am a management consultant at Accenture Singapore. I'm a consultant specialized in analytics and business development. I primarily focus on delivering marketing excellence for clients in Japan, Southeast Asia, and China. Accenture is a global professional services company with leading capabilities in digital, cloud, and security. As a management consultant, I'm responsible for amplifying marketing effectiveness for a portfolio of clients in the Asia-Pacific market. I essentially work closely with our clients' sales and marketing teams to identify opportunities to implement solutions we could bring on board to accelerating pipelines. Fantastic, Sebastian. I'm so glad that you're able to join us today. Thank you for taking the time. Now, we came across you on LinkedIn when you wrote an article around the importance of curiosity for business leaders today in order to solve problems. Um, And you mentioned in your introduction that you guys work um, specifically with marketing leaders and, and you yourself have been one. So how do you embrace curiosity and how has this mindset helped you drive innovation? Wow. That was my article in Japanese Uh, on top on the topic of curiosity. I believe being curious about how sales and marketing teams can tackle business challenges is essential to the success of an organization. With the current pandemic at hand, it is becoming increasingly crucial for leaders to question how to ensure efficiency in how sales and marketing collaborate. For the longest time, many organizations took baby steps in digitizing operations in sales and marketing. However, with the pandemic disrupting how teams, such as sales and marketing, uh, collaborate to achieve KPIs, Leaders are now required to reevaluate how to accelerate digitizing the workplace and skill up their employees to keep steady momentum in achieving all of the small to big wins. It takes a curious mindset to observe what is not working and define how digitizing sales and marketing could succeed. By embracing a curious mindset, I believe sales and marketing leaders can evaluate exactly what data solutions and talent is needed to bring about success for an organization. Throughout my years of being a consultant in the domain of marketing, specialized in the Japanese market, I have witnessed Japanese clients from various industries scramble to digitize their marketing activities to maximize sales pipeline. The most commonly asked question from senior executives at major Japanese corporations was, how do we transform the way sales and marketing teams collaborate without impacting our sales performance? While it may be simple for an organization to implement automated solutions, so CDPs, DMP, CRM, marketing automation, so on, it takes the right mindset to leverage digital transformation solutions in marketing to its full potential. A leader who embraces curiosity can look at the intersection between digitization and employees' state of mind from different perspectives. A true leader is often said to be someone who can make a judgment all while being empathetic. That's true for a leader with a curious mindset. They would look to identify how employees could learn to relearn while gradually introducing digitized solutions within an organization to essentially keep that momentum and grow even further as an organization. 
I think that's absolutely spot on. And I think you're right. I think especially in the past year, you know, there's been this, this massive wave to digitize everything that we're doing. And I think remaining curious is extremely important, particularly in these changing times. Um, as, as a marketing leader myself, uh, I, I'd love your perspective on this. How can marketing leaders help to inspire curiosity across their teams? And what would you say the potential impact of that type of culture on an organization is as a whole? Definitely. I briefly mentioned the notion of employees learning to relearn. So as we attempt to make sense of changes brought about by the pandemic, we find ourselves learning how to work from home efficiently. In my current line of work, I lead a team of analysts and specialists to deploy skilled marketing programs to drive product awareness or adoption. When the pandemic came in at full force across the globe, we had to scrap a large portion of our 2020 growth strategy. We had to rethink the client experience, as well as the journey from awareness to conversion all was happening online. So instead of just having a small group of colleagues to go back to the drawing board and build a strategy, we invited our extended team to brainstorm with us. We didn't ask what should change, but rather what are the type of experiences you miss in the process of deciding to purchase a product? From this exercise, we were able to identify that personalized experience were the most missed. While this exercise we had was to adjust our strategy for 2020 and beyond, what we want to achieve is for our extended team to challenge the status quo constantly. What I mean by this is to have colleagues across the board, regardless of seniority, have a voice to share various perspectives. By fostering an environment where employees can voice their opinions on how marketing and sales achieve success, we can identify how to innovate the way we collaborate in a digitized environment. In fact, by empowering our colleagues to feel confident in voicing their opinions, we have optimized marketing attribution models for our clients. For example, before the pandemic, marketing teams would deploy one-off programs to drive awareness or readiness through white papers, playbooks, and webinars. That alone was sufficient to accelerate the sales funnel. However, it is becoming increasingly important to offer a consistent, personalized experience to prospects. What I mean by consistent is to put into place a sequential client experience whereby marketing can measure its influence on the sales pipeline and effectively redefine how we assess readiness and our buyer segments, essentially CXOs all the way to end users. All of this is possible by making sure a team is in an environment where they can be curious in in their domain and ultimately provide different points of views, which would lead to innovation. Absolutely, I think that's fantastic. Um, and marketing attribution is a very hard thing to get right for those of you less familiar with marketing attribution analytics. So I think that's fantastic. Now to shift gears a little bit, um, I'd love to understand, you know, I, I think from an audience perspective that is predominantly in sales enablement, I think that this is one area within the organization, particularly on the revenue side of organizations that marketing and sales enablement can very much relate. Um, and that's with regard to collaboration. I, I'd love to understand from your experience, how can marketing best collaborate with cross-functional leaders across the business, such as sales enablement? to help solve problems and innovate for the business? Great question. While I firmly believe being curious and challenging the status quo is essential to bring about innovation, so reducing the steps in sales and marketing operations to produce output, it is also essential to be technically strategic. 
as organizations move to digitally transform the way marketing teams work to produce engaging content, marketers need to learn how to become technically strategic in building value for the organization and its customers. At the core of every successful collaborative initiative with cross-functional leaders is communication. However, as marketers leverage data to produce data-driven marketing decisions, it is then critical for marketers to communicate how technology will maximize marketing strategies. This essentially would mean understanding nuances in third-party data to zero-party data, how lead data is ingested across platforms and systems, and how leads are scored across the marketing funnel. Why is this necessary? It simply boils down to marketing being able to highlight how their MarTech stack can contribute to team's efforts in achieving KPIs. Let me walk you through an example when I was based in Japan. When I was a data and analytics manager at an advertising agency in Japan, I was responsible for the end-to-end -end development of a Asia-Pacific-wide nurture campaign for a major high-tech firm that incorporated marketing automation, lead scoring, and web scraping to generate demographic data insights for all incoming leads. The objective for the campaign was clear, increase sales readiness of incoming leads through personalized communications, whereby each marketing communication would alter depending on user behavior on our client's CMS or web forms. So you can think of this as contact sales. Due to the scale of this program, the budget required for this program was high for the marketing team on the client side. This is where I partner with marketing team to advocate for the program to various teams at our client's company. Through effective communication and defining the value behind the program, so essentially not discuss about the technicals, but rather how does that translate to success, we were able to deliver the offering. In fact, I'm being told that it's still being run to this very day. So on top of having communication at the core of success, I see that being able to translate the technicals, so systems, platforms, et cetera, to how different teams within an organization will use them is just as important because you have to think of different perspectives and align them so that you can achieve a buy-in. And that's just one thing I think is quite important. I think that's absolutely spot on, Sebastian, with cross-collaboration. Now, one way that I've seen marketing and sales enablement often work together is to help to optimize the client experience. Um, so my last question for you um, has to do with uh, another article that you recently wrote about the importance of omotenashi or hospitality. In building um, long-lasting relationships with clients, what does that mean um, to display omotenashi in marketing today? Excellent question. Before I go any further, I think it's important to unpack what motenashi means. The best way to translate motenashi in English would be hospitality, but it is generally believed that motenashi is much more than hospitality. It is a philosophy in customer service. So to practice the philosophy of motenashi is to be selfless when giving the best service or experience. Let me paint you a picture of the Japanese corporate world. In Japan, marketing and sales teams at companies from various industries work tirelessly to gain the trust of their clients. In the West, it's pretty common to have account-based marketing strategies whereby you attempt to have various buyer segments in an organization engage with marketing content. In Japan, however, uh, leaders carry a lot more authoritative power than their Western counterparts. The reason for that 
is that in a corporate culture in Japan, collectivism is preferred. So this translates to Japanese companies attempting to narrow down their ABM strategies to key leaders within a specified division of a company rather than the broader range of buyer segments. So end users, decision makers, just straight to CXOs. In earning the trust of your clients, marketing and sales enablement closely collaborate to develop customer experience that resonate with their prospects within, with Motenashi. So even if sales are in contact with prospects, the client still expects to have a consistent customer experience throughout the entire lifetime of the company-client relationship. This means for sales and marketing to always identify opportunities to show up in Omotenashi to prospects. Methodologies I have often seen these days are establishing private VIP webinars hosted by marketing, whereby several sales enablement team members are on standby to participate in breakout sessions, which would often be broken out by uh, product function or particular solution for a given industry. In activities like this, it's not expected for sales to immediately land on a contract deal. Instead, through consistent customer experiences, marketing and sales expectation is that prospects will trust the organization's capabilities and vision. If a company can win trust from its prospects, those prospects, which would then be clients, will likely one day become loyal clients, whereby they would not hesitate to spread the love, quote unquote, by promoting the company. I have seen success in this domain, whereby by implementing omotenashi in marketing and sales enablement, I've seen companies have 10 plus year relationships with their clients, all due to that particular uh, notion that in the customer experience journey, having omotenashi is very important. Now, a lot of the clients I've worked with in the past were in the cloud industry, especially in Japan. So if I were to give a very rough estimate of the dollar value of such relationships in the cloud industry, I would say they contributed two to four billion US dollars per year. I cannot comment on whether such an approach would work in the West, it does in Japan. It is often regarded as marketing excellence by key figures in the Japanese marketing industry as well. I love that concept. Um, and I absolutely agree. I think if it were applied in the West, um, it could have significant business impact. So thank you for sharing that philosophy with our audience today, Sebastian. And thank you for joining us. Thank you. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.